and welcome to the Have the Audacity podcast, where we are all about living our own version of our best life. My name is JC. I'm a multi-passionate human obsessed with personal growth, and I want you to come on this journey with me where we share our stories and learn tools, tips, and tricks to live the life we were always meant to live. So let's lean into the uncomfortable, celebrate our highs, and embrace our lows because all of it's important. It may get a little messy, but it's time to have the audacity. Hey, audacious human. I'm so glad that you're here. So today's episode is going to be a little different. I just went, if you're listening to this in real time, today is April 3rd, 2023. And this last weekend, I went to Taylor Swift the Eras tour. Now hear me out. Don't have to be a Swifty to get something from today's message, but it was something that I did. And I share this in real time with you and things that I'm going through and things that I'm learning. And so I really wanted to come to you with this because I really needed this reminder. And I know that if I needed it, then you might too. And even if you don't need it right now, there may be a time when you need to come back to this episode to have this reminder. So I'm going to Taylor Swift the Eras concert. And if you don't know, brief moment to explain this, Taylor Swift's the Eras tour she goes through each one of her albums, all the eras, each album having its own era. And what's unique about the tour every night is that she has a section in the show towards the end where she picks a surprise song and it's different. Every single show, she picks a new one for the audience and you never know what it's going to be. You can see the set list for all the rest, um, but she picks one. And a lot of times, they're ones that you don't really hear performed live. Now, just to give you some context, you don't under if you didn't know this information, that's fine. I have been to to see a Taylor Swift concert four times. I've been to the Red Tour, 1989, Reputation, and now the Eras Tour. I have been a Swifty from day one, and you know, at one time it's something that people would make you feel bad about, and I've just embraced it. It's who I am. So if you want to judge me for that. I don't care. I like Taylor Swift. I like her music. I'm here for it. And if you don't, like, that's cool too. But I'm just going to show up as me. But anyway, back to this on my little squirrel. Back to this moment in the concert where she picks the original song. And she was talking before she announced what it was. And she was saying how she felt like she had gone out on a limb picking this song. And when she picked it, she just was like, when she decided that's what she was going to sing tonight, she was like, well, I don't know if people love it, if you, if the fans like it, if they're obsessed with it, if they don't really care for it. And she stopped and she pauses and then she goes, but I love this song. And when I love something, I don't care what the feedback is. And so that's why she was singing it. She was like, I don't care. She doesn't care if people like it, if people don't like it, if they're obsessed, if they love it. She loves it, and that's what matters. She doesn't focus on others' feedback. And I thought, wow, that's such a good reminder. Because what right now are you holding back from doing that you are waiting for somebody else's feedback? Or you got some negative feedback, some feedback you weren't expecting, and so now you're not doing the thing whatever it is. And so what are you doing? Like, what if Taylor Swift, because 
I mean, there are a lot of people who don't like her. And if she took those people who didn't like her and didn't put out music or told her that her ideas were dumb, where would she be? She wouldn't probably have the success that she's had. And how exhausting is it to spend all of your time caring about other people's opinions? And I know we talk about a lot that on here, but I mean, that's true. That's what it comes back to. And so I thought, hmm, looking at something that you love, and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, that the feedback doesn't matter because you love it and that's what's important. What is something in your life right now that you are holding back from because you're because of the feedback or maybe the feedback you're worried you're going to get? Okay. I just wanted to jump in real quick and loop you in on two things that are happening in this community because I care about you and I want to keep you in the know. So the first is we have a free Have the Audacity community page where if you want to connect with other audacious humans where we just come together and share tips and connect and share what we're going through and be the first to know of things that are going on for the Have the Audacity community, then go over to Facebook and like our page. And the second thing is, is that I want to let you in on is that the Have the Audacity Co. The podcast merch is up in the Etsy shop. And if you're ready to have some apparel that makes a statement, I have sweatshirts, t-shirts, and beanies that are full of options of positive saying things. I've personally vetted to make sure that all of these products are high quality and the feedback I've been getting from you has been amazing. I am adding new products at the beginning of every month, so always be checking that out. And of course, I have the links in the show notes of all of this information. So let's dive back into today's episode. So what I really want you to think about is like, what does that think? If you didn't care about people's feedback, what would be the thing you're doing? And that hit me so much because I was talking with my mentor this last week. And she's really pushing me to show up as myself more. And and namely, the conversation this week was more towards like social media and some ideas that I have, some big ideas that I have that I haven't acted on yet. And she's like, why are you holding yourself back? What are you waiting on? And it hit me when Taylor said that. She's like, I have this idea that I love it. I love it. So I don't care what the feedback is. I don't ask for feedback when I love something. And I thought, hmm. I need to stop asking for feedback. I need to stop waiting for people to say, oh, you're doing a good job or, oh, this isn't good or stopping myself from doing something thinking, mm, what are people going to say? And in the situation with my mentor and just full transparency where I'm at right now, she was like, you need to show up on your stories more. Like you need to show your face. Stop hiding. And I was like, wow, you know, I needed that call out. I did because I do hide. We all have our own insecurities and things that we're working through. And that's part of the journey. But you know, I was like, why am I hiding? Why am I not showing up on my stories? Why am I not posting more pictures of myself more? And, and it and it could be, for you, it's not social media, it's something else. Maybe it's just something you've always wanted to do, but you're not sure what other people are going to say or somebody told you you shouldn't do it or they didn't like that you did it. And is that a reason? If you love something, to not do it because somebody said, somebody gave you negative feedback or even somebody gave you positive feedback. What if you're really miserable, miserable, like let's say at your job, because that's something universal that we can relate to. If you're miserable at your job, but you're really great at it and you get positive feedback and positive feedback about how great you are at your job. 
but you are miserable and you hate it. It is draining the life from you miserable. Is the positive feedback you're getting that you're good at it a reason to stay? I don't think so. For me, it's not. You have to decide for you. But for me, that's not a reason. You get one life here and you don't know how long you have. And so it's really something to think about. What do you need to not ask for feedback for? Why? What What would your life look like if you only focused on doing the things that you love and the things that light you up and you stopped asking for people's feedback? Like how many times do you ask people's opinions before you do something? Like I know that question just hit home. Like I know it hit a nerve. I know it did because you're thinking of a moment right now where you or maybe multiple moments where you asked other people what you should do before you made a decision instead of listening to yourself. Because you wanted other people's feedback and you cared more about what they thought you should do. Their feedback. And so I really want to think about that. What would your life look like if you stopped asking people's permission to do something? If you stopped basing your decisions around people's feedback? And I'm not saying go crazy off the other end of this. Like, we're not talking about extremes here. I mean, there's things you do, you get negative feedback. Like, you should learn from it. Like, if you're touching something that's hot and you burn yourself, negative feedback on the burning yourself is a bad idea. You should listen to that. That's not what I'm talking about. But how often do we do it in the little things? I had a friend um, come to me talking about how her and her fiance were starting to plan their wedding, and they really decided between the two of them that having more of an elopement-style ceremony worked great for them. And then she felt the need to go to her friend and tell her friend what they were thinking and then ask her friend her friend's opinion on it and what her feedback was for the situation. And her friend was like, based on her, was like, you need to have a big wedding. You're going to regret it. I don't know all the details, but it left my friend feeling like, wow, I don't know what I want now. Now I'm confused. Even though today is supposed to be about about myself and my fiance and what we want. Now I'm getting everybody else's feedback and what they think is right for me. And if they like it, if it works for them. Okay, well, we can both sit there on the outside and be like, hmm, yeah, don't listen to them. The day's about you. The day is about what you and your fiance want. And so I told them, stop asking for people's feedback. Why, why do you need people's feedback? And you're looking for that validation from others and that approval from others. And like that's the real heart of it. And so I want you to really look and think. What if I just did what I loved and stopped asking for feedback? What would it look like? What if I tuned out positive, negative feedback? And I'm not saying, like, I love to hear. I'm a words of affirmation person. I love to hear that I'm doing a good job. I love to hear it. But should that be what I'm basing all my decisions off of? Because if you take that in an unhealthy way, that's where people-pleasing tendencies come in. And you put yourself last to make others happy. And that's not good either. But it was just this whole thought. The shift that I had when even like somebody as successful as Taylor Swift, because like her or not, she's a smart businesswoman and she's extremely successful, was like, I chose to sing the song because I love it. And when I love something, I don't ask for other people's feedback. How powerful is that? Especially if like you're in creating something. Hmm. I hope today really resonated with you because it was a big shift for me. I want you to know that I'm rooting for you. And I believe in you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would love to hear from you. So share it on Instagram and tag me 
So I can personally thank you for getting this message out. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me. So until next time, remember to have the audacity.